welcome back to What Now? Surviving College. I'm your host, Emily Swartz. I just want to go ahead and apologize for the lateness of this episode. I finished my second episode and then turn around and all of my finals were coming up, final projects, final papers. Then it was the holidays, we got off campus, and it just felt like there was never a moment for me to breathe to come record my podcast. So I'm just going to go ahead and apologize now, but hopefully in the future I'll be able to make more, though that schedule is to be determined. Anyways, let's get down to it today. So uh, there is no special guest today. It is me, me alone, but that is because our topic today is drinking and partying. So, you know, obviously you have to be 21 to drink, and I am the legal age of 22, so I have been able to, quote unquote, drink for a year. So, but I just want to make sure that when you go off to college or, you know, go anywhere we're going to drink or there are drinks, that you are safe, whoever listens to this podcast, because that is our top priority. We want you to be safe. And I understand partying, drinking is always going to be part of college behavior because, you know what, we're young, we're dumb, we're going to do dumb shit, you know, we don't get this time back, so let's just dive into it. But I do want to know a couple things first. Number one, this podcast, this episode is not going to be like, hey, here's some tricks to get over a hangover. That's not what this is about. I want you to be safe as you're drinking Number two, so with partying and drinking, we know that a lot of bad stuff can happen because there's a lot of bad people in this world. And I especially wanted to bring up this topic, especially with the last two cases that have been happening around Evansville with the police. And I just want to make sure everybody is safe and, you know, always safe. This is not just for the UE campus. This is for anybody who is going to drink. So there will be conversations about some illegal activities such as SA or, uh, you know, being hurt or anything like that. I know it may make you uncomfortable. I don't explicitly say SA, but I definitely do hint at it. And I just want to make sure it is known to everybody that these topics will be talked about. So we're going to kind of go down a list that I have created. And I'm kind of just going to explain what my thoughts and feelings are as knowing somebody who's been to a couple parties and who has had a little bit of experience, of course. And I also know I could have gotten somebody, a a co-host, who is of age, but I would rather not have anybody come on here and, you know, talk about some experiences that they're not comfortable with or that they were underage or anything. It's just easier to know it's me, it's my voice, my stories, and I am of legal age. So all of this happened within the past year, okay? But anyways, let's get on to these tips. So tip number one, have a designated driver. I know you're going to hear this all the time, but it is very important to have a designated driver. Not only can they make sure you're safe, but they get you home safely. And this is whether you go without, go with friends, excuse me, or you go by yourself. If you're gonna go by yourself, schedule an Uber. Schedule a friend to come pick you up. Have somebody make sure you're okay because, you know, when you drink alcohol, you're 
apparent your like vision, your ability to be socially aware kind of goes down, you know, because that's what alcohol is. It's at a depressant. So, you know, your functions aren't going to be at high peak. So always want to have a designated driver, whether that's in person or actually behind the wheel. I know when I lived on campus, which I no longer do, whenever I used to go to parties that were in the neighborhood of where I lived, I would have just somebody walk me home who was not drinking that night just to make sure that I got home safely. Or, you know, with a group of friends. Sure, we may all be drinking, but it's better to be in numbers than by yourself because you don't know what's going to happen. So I found this website, nhtsa.gov, and it's talking about driving after drinking. So I'm just going to read a little bit of that so everybody can kind of understand where everything is. Uh, driving after drinking is deadly, yet it, it is continued to happen across the United States. If you drive while impaired, you could get arrested or worse. Be involved in a traffic accident that causes serious injury or death. About 31% of all traffic crashes fatalities in the United States involve drunk drivers with a blood alcohol content of 0.08 grams per deliter or higher. Don't ask me what those like grams per deliter, I don't know what that means. I just know that's really high. In 2021, there were 13,384 people killed in these preventable crashes. In fact, on average, over the 10-year period from 2012 to 2021, about 10,850 people die every year in a drunk driving car crash. In each state, it is illegal to drive drunk, yet one person kill was killed in a drunk driving crash every 39 minutes in the United States in 2021. Every 39 minutes. That's not a lot of time, guys. That's actually really, really sad. But, so, you have to think, when you drink, if you get behind the wheel, not only are you putting your life at danger, you're putting anybody's who's in the car's life at danger, and you're putting everybody out in the world who's going to be driving around you, their life in danger. Because you can't, you can't control how other people drive, but you can control yourself. And if you decide to go drink and drive, you lose that control and everything does become your fault. And you can face serious charges, especially if the people who got in the crash with you ended up dying or getting seriously injured. So that's just another reason why you don't want to get behind the wheel if you are drunk. But let's go through that. It says the effects of blood alcohol content. So let's see what those kind of are just to get an idea of how much you're drinking and kind of the effects. So at point zero two, the typical side effect would be some loss of judgment, relaxation, slight body warmth, and altered mood. So this is kind of when maybe you have a drink or two depending on how you're able to handle alcohol. So, you know, you're feeling it, you're feeling the music, you're just vibing to everybody. But the predicted, if you go out and drive, this is what they would predict. It would be a decline in vision function, rapid tracking of moving targets, decline in ability to perform two tasks at the same time. That means you're, that's divided attention. Let's move on to point zero five. This is exaggerated behavior may have some loss of small muscle control, 
Example, focusing your eyes, paired judgment, usually good feeling, lowered alertness, alertness, and release of inhibition. So, you know, this is when you're really feeling it. You've had definitely a couple drinks. You know, you're on the dance floor. You're just moving and grooving, and you're just kind of in the moment. You're not thinking about anything else, but some predictable effects on driving would be reduced coordination, reduced ability to track movement, moving objects, so people, animals, difficulty steering, reduced response to emergency driving situations. So this is as if you're like at a four-way stop and somebody's coming, you might not stop for them. And you know, you're losing that muscle. You might not have those fine motor skills to grip the steering wheel as you should. So at point zero eight, this the side effects would be muscle coordination become poor, example balance, speech, vision, reaction time, and hearing. Harder to detect danger, judgment, self-control, reasoning, and memory are impaired. So this is when you're like on the verge of getting blackout drunk. You know, you're not, you might be a little bit there, you might not. You might remember some things, you might not. But all of that kind of contributes to where you're not going to be able to drive. You're not going to be able to talk. You're not going to be able to react if somebody's driving next to you. You're not going to have that ability anymore. You're kind of just lost in the alcohol. And then effects on your driving would be your concentration, short-term memory loss, Speed control, reduced information processing compatibility, which is signal detection, visual search, and impaired perception. At point one zero, this is clear deterioration of reaction time and control, slur speech, poor coordination, and slow thinking. So this is definitely when you're like maybe right on the cups of being blackout drunk you you're you can't speak right you know what you're saying but other people definitely do not understand you and this affects your driving by reducing ability to maintain lane position and braking appropriately at point one five this is uh, the effects are far less muscle controlled than normal vomiting may occur here unless of course this level is reached slowly or you have a tolerance for alcohol and the major loss Major loss of balance, excuse me. You know, this is when you're tripping all over yourself. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of like seeing people at this stage when I'm sober because it's funny to see them falling over themselves, especially over the curb. It's it's funny to me. I find that hilarious. I'll grab my popcorn and eat it. But, of course, I don't want them getting behind the wheel. And the effects of this on your driving would be substantial impairment in vehicle control, attention to driving tasks, and unnecessary visual and auditory information processing. So you're not basically gone at this point. You're probably like blacked out drunk. So you're not going to be able to fully be aware of what's going on around you, and you're not going to be able to control the car yourself or anything. And that's what's going to cause accidents. You may think, oh, no, I'm fine. I know my alcohol. I know how I do guess what? It only takes one time. You can get behind that vehicle many times and not get in an accident, but it takes that one time to ruin your life. As I was talking to my mentor teacher today, she usually uses the, um, when I'm talking about plagiarism, she uses the metaphor of how many times do their students, you know, when you speed, how many times do you get caught? You know, not relatively every time you speed, but it only takes that one time. 
not one time to get caught when you're speeding and that's it of course there's not much for uh effect on your driving and blah, blah, blah. but you know speeding is not exactly the same as drunk driving because you know, you're still aware of your surroundings and you can still slow down and be able to control the vehicle but anyways, number two on my list, stay with friends if possible. I know you're going to want to go out with friends and then you're going to want to go to different places. But it's again, it's staying in packs, staying numbers are better than just being by yourself. Now I'm not saying like your friends next to you like 24-7 you're hugging on their arm like your life. That's not what I'm saying. But making sure that you and your friend are in close cohabitants while, it, you know, giving yourself some room, that would be great. That way you know you're safe and that they're safe. I also would suggest in, like, my step two is to make sure you're not drinking so much and you kind of have, like, a buddy system. So if I'm person A and I'm going to take, I'm going to take care of person B. So I have to stay sober enough to make sure that they're okay. But I also get to have my fun. Whereas person B also has to stay sober enough that they can take care of me. But they get to have their fun. It's not like I'm telling you guys you can't have a sip of alcohol. That's not what I'm saying. Just as in the first example, when you're like .01, you're feeling relaxed. You're feeling good. You know, .05, you're kind of losing control. And .08, you're like really losing control. You can get to those points. You know your body when you drink. If you're drinking for a while, if this is your first time, I go easy or definitely have multiple people watching you. But once you know how your body reacts to alcohol and how you can tolerate it, you know when you're good and when you're going to tip over that edge. I know I always stop myself before that because I don't like getting out blackout drunk. I did one time at my house, worst decision of my life forever. I will never get blackout drunk again. Because, I mean, why do I want to get blackout drunk? I don't know about any of these other drinkers, but I don't. Because I, if I'm drinking, I'm drinking socially. And I want to remember those memories. Sure, is it going to be funny if I get blackout drunk and I get to do stupid shit? Sure. But why do I want to make a fool of myself? But That's just my thoughts. Anyways, number three. Don't take drinks from strangers. Please do not do this. And this is not only for women. But for men, too, because uh, very bad things happen, as we all know. Uh, society is not a great one. People can put stuff in your drinks, and you don't know what's going to be in it. Especially if you do not know that person. Now, I'm not saying, like, your friend goes gets you a drink, you can't have that. I'm saying, like, complete strangers, like, hey, here's a drink, drink up. Like, mm, I don't know you, sir. Ma'am, please go away. Also, on top of that, you might want to watch your bartender. Now, I've never had this happen to me, but I don't know about you. You guys know this, but I do a thing called Reddit, and I read so many horror stories on there. So many. So I do not step away from the bar as soon as I order my drink. I watch my bartender make it in front of me. Because I can see him or her, whoever is working that night, put in the alcohol that it is. So I know what I'm getting. 
because I don't want to just kind of look away and then all of a sudden now I have like 10 extra shots in my drink and it feels funny. You know, I don't want them to put something in. Most of the time, I never had a problem with bartenders, but of course it's always busy, so they don't have time to sneak stuff in my drink. And you never know how people are. So you might always, just always watch your drink and don't take it from strangers. Number four, if you're going to leave with a stranger going off of strangers, then give your friends your location. Turn on your location. Again, going back to Reddit and horror stories and all this stuff on the internet, we know things happen. It's part of life. It's part of drinking. It's part of partying. And it's going to be part of your college life no matter where you go. You are going to have to stay safe. I'm not going to be like a party poop and be like, you can't go with any guy or girl. You no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying be safe. Most of the time when I read these horror stories, you know, they never didn't show their location. They didn't share it or anything. And then they ended up dead or, you know, other things. So I just want you all to be safe. Share your location with somebody. I know I don't personally like to have my location on and I don't like to show it because I don't like people tracking me. Not because I am like a conspiracy theory. I just don't like people seeing my location. But if I would be going home with somebody, I would I would go join a three life 360 for that day. You know, you can always get out of it. You can always delete the app later on. It's not going to hurt, but just to be safe. That's the most important thing. You also don't have to share it because I know I hate sharing my location with my parents. I'll share it with my friends. You don't have to do your parents. Do it with a friend. Do it with somebody you know who's not maybe not going out or who did go out with you and knows where you are all the time. Because your safety is the number one priority over everything. Going back to locations, here's, um, and adding more into that, step five, charge your phone. Oh, there's been so many horror stories I've read to where the girl, guy, just... Their phone, they do share their location, but it dies. I'm like, why Why did you not plan before? Why did you just let it die? Like, I understand you can't control how much your battery is going to die. But you kind of know your phone <laughs> after a certain point. You know if it's going to die quickly. Maybe, you know, turn it off until you get to the bar and then turn it on because you know then you can get photos you can get your funny videos if you want and then you can always share your location but and if not take a charger with you there's small ones you can put in the back of your pocket in your purse whatever you want to do and charge your phone as needed because you know your battery life i know mine lasts a good while but if i'm on a bunch of different stuff it's gonna drain Whereas, like, my mom's phone, hers drains like that. It's so quick. So, just think about your phone battery and how good or bad it is. And then, going back to strangers and stuff, step six. Going back to the bartender and everything, watch your drink. Please, 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 please watch your drink. Don't ever let somebody else cover your drink or watch it. You don't know what they're going to put in it. I remember watching on TikTok of a guy jokingly 
talking about if one of her girl, his girlfriends, like friends that are girls, would give her, would go to the bathroom and give him his drink, the drink, he would bark at any guy who would try it. And it actually happened. Some girl gave him, was like, hey, can you watch this for me? And he was like, yeah, sure. Put his hand over it to cover it. Some guy's like, hey, let me hold that. And he just started, you know, rah, 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 barking at him. It was hilarious to watch. I would shout him out if I could remember his username. Hey, by watching this, let me know. But it was, it was really great to see that. And it just made me think of like how many people would just do stuff. Now, when you're dancing and you're holding a drink, you're kind of busy and trying not to shove into everybody. So I know they make things to cover your drink and it goes over any glassware. Invest in one of those, you know, that's going to be a lifetime thing you're always going to use. And, you know, if you don't have the money, they do sell cheap one-use ones. You never know. It's better to be safe than later on be sorry. This portion of our podcast is brought to you by Insert Your Name or Company Here. Crescent.Evansville.edu receives over a thousand new visitors a month and during that time receives nearly 6,000 page views. Become part of the student media family and advertise with us on our website, crescent.evansville.edu, or let us highlight you right here on this podcast and we'll talk about your business, product, and or service. All right, talking about TikTok, let's go to number seven. Wear clothes. Sorry, guys, this one's more for the ladies, but please wear clothes. I know you want to be hot. Guess what? You could be hot with clothes on. It is cold. It is winter right now. Why are you just going out in jeans and basically a crop top? Add something with it. It's not going to kill you. People can still see your boobs. People can still see your ass, whatever you want. But your safety, your health is the number one priority over this. You know, with the cold, you're going to get sick if you're out in it without layers. That's a part of life. You need to make sure you're covering up. Otherwise, you will get sick. And guess what? You get sick during the week. You know, if you're living at college and you don't live near your parents, your mommy can't take care of you. Your daddy can't make you soup. None of that. You are on your own. And you're going to, sorry to say it, feel like shit and not gonna do want to do anything guess what you're gonna fall behind in work and then you're kind of sol it's and you're an adult you should know better in this sense so please 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 wear clothes i don't care if it's just a bunch of little things just to keep you warm put on gloves put on hats i do not care take a purse with you and then put everything in there and then you could be hot inside a nice warm club, a nice warm wherever you're going, okay? Please wear clothes. If you decide to wear a jacket, you, you can always tie it around your waist. I mean, nobody's going to be like, oh my god, did you see that girl wearing the jacket? Yeah, I know. She shouldn't be wearing that. Doesn't like, They're not going to say that. They're probably going to be like, damn, I should have worn a jacket. I should have covered up. It's cold outside. Now, I'm not saying you have to do this during the summer, because obviously it's warm and you won't get as sick. But again, wear clothes. Your health is the most important thing, rather than going out and partying. I know people are going to want to go to parties, even though they don't feel good, or they don't think it's right, like they just feel off. Don't do it. Your health is more important than going out and drinking. 
You'll have time to drink later on, I promise you. You got four years if you're going into like a natural bachelor's degree. If you're going in master's, guess what? You got more time to drink. You're a kid still. Just, just calm down. You'll got time. Anyways, moving on to number eight. Make sure you know your limit. You do not want to go to a bar and just keep ordering drinks and drinks and drinks and drinks and get blacked out. I know I wouldn't want my friends to see me like that. But that's my personal preference. Also, guess what? Every drink you buy, it's expensive at a bar. You're gonna pay so much money. I know I've had so many friends be like, yeah, went out to the bar. I spent $300. And I'm like, you spent, you spent how much money? How much money? $300? Like, I, I would pregame before I would go to a bar. But I wouldn't drive to the bar because remember, as step number one says, get a designated driver. You want to know your limit. Because even then, if you get blackout drunk, guess what? If you're in a club, they're going to throw you out if you get too rowdy. And, and then you're kind of SOL there. Especially if your friends stay inside. So, you know, if you're getting close to that line, stop. You can go to the bar and ask for water. They'll have water on tab. You know, maybe ask for a soda if that's what you want. But know your limit. Because as soon as you pass that line... There's no going back. You can't take control. You can't get the reins in. It's it's gone. And you can't do anything until the next day. That's going to be a massive hangover. So I don't know if you'll want to deal with that. Anyways, moving on to number nine. Eat. Please eat before you go. I mean, unless you're going to try to save money, then I guess you could go get a drink or two and get wasted because... If you don't eat, guess what? Your stomach's not going to have anything to help with that. And that alcohol is going to get into your system a lot quicker. Now, I'm not saying don't ever eat, go out and drink. That's how you're going to get wasted and get over the line. Which goes back to number eight. You're going to want to know your line. So you need to eat before. Now, I'm not saying just like, oh, well, let me just eat a little bit of fruit and call that good. No, I'm talking about a meal. If you have not eaten at least one full meal that day do not drink that is my recommendation I you can learn from my experience I have done it plenty of times where I'm like mm, I'm not really hungry so I go basically until three four and I'm like man I'm a little snackish so you know I grab maybe a granola bar or I eat a little bit of fruit and then I'm like mm, this is good enough and then I go out to drink and party and then I just get blasted I, I feel awful and I just want to throw up, and it's it's not a good time. I promise you, you think it's going to be a great time. It's not. If you don't eat, not a great time. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. I promise you. Because your body is not going to like it, and it's just going to absorb the alcohol. Now, again, like I said, I can't blame you. If you're like, your friends are like, you have to come out, you have to come out, and you're like, bro, I am broke as shit. I can maybe get, like, two drinks, and you're like, I'm not going to get wasted off that. Again, I wouldn't get wasted, but, you know, have a good time. If it's, like, you have a really bad or really good uh, tolerance, maybe then I would say don't eat and just have those drink drinks and vibe a little. But, again, this is your choice. You're probably, if you're able to drink, which I recommend you be 21 to drink, <laughs> you are an adult and you can decide for yourself. Again, these are all my tips because I want you to be safe. That is my priority. And this will bring me to our very last tip that I came up with. Number 10, be hydrated. 
When you drink alcohol, your body will lose your hydration. It'll lose water. You'll be using it all up. Especially the next day when you are probably hungover. Your body will need those electrolytes, that water to be hydrated, and to make sure that everything can be a-okay. Because guess what? When you drink, you pee a lot. Like a lot, a lot. And every time you pee, guess what? You lose water, you lose hydration. So please, if you know you're going to go out on a Friday, drink water all day, Wednesday night and Thursday. Drink water. Just drink it. That way, when Friday comes around and then Saturday, you feel a little bit better because guess what? You're hydrated. Your body knows that system and you're all good. Anyways, that is going to be the end of my tips to stay safe for when you're drinking and partying. Again, guys, I know partying is going to be part of your college life. I did it. I can't do it anymore because I don't live on campus. But be safe. That is the number one priority. You just want to be safe. No matter where you go, no matter what you drink, make sure you know how you're going to get home, that you don't pass the limit, you have a safe driver, and that you're okay at the end of the night. I understand you're going to one experiences with different people, but again, your priority should be you and your health. Thank you again for listening to this episode. I hope you pulled a little bit from it. And if you knew everything, well, sorry you wasted the last like 30 minutes listening to this, but hopefully you enjoyed my voice and the little tips I had. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.